The views on this program do not reflect those of ONTV or its board of directors. Welcome to OAA Now, your home for Oakland Activities Association news and information. Here's your host, Sammy Terramina. Welcome to OAA Now. I'm Sammy Terramina, blogger of the Dragons Insider, blogger of Inside the OAA, and one of the hosts we two man on Oriented Television. Like welcome our friends watching us on the hearing us on the local voice on SoundCloud and watch us on Ori Neighborhood Television. Hey, got Ian back here. Uh, um, so we got a lot to talk about, of course. Um, stretch run, stretch run. We're getting closer to the end of the year, and basketball playoffs are already set. Crazy. Um, what are where, the, uh, where did this season go, Sammy? Um, In a blink, it's over. Almost, it's over. almost over. Crazy. And then what are the odds that Clarkson beats Novi Detroit Cat Central in wrestling? I think it's slim to none. Um, I guess slim to none there. Um, and then, um, and then of course we got a lot of, we got some girls basketball news to talk about, yeah. but we got some big news coming out of Auburn Hills. Um, Avondale football coach Ed Couturier is. Wait, wait, wait. Had, yeah. had to do it. It's been a long time. I know it's been. Avondale football coach Ed Couturier is out and, um, st- resigned abruptly, um, from the program. Step down, Of yep. course, um. We do have a um, source on there, um, an accurate source that's on the um, blog at semicolon at blogspot.com. Let's share the source. Where do we see it? It's the, on the Oakland Schools website. Yeah, the job posting is up. The job posting up. is up. And that's so, official. And it is official now that. Um, surprising. It, it really or not. was. It was surprising for me because um, I thought Kateri would be there long term for them. Um, How long has he been there? He's been there about three years. Um, Turned um, Avondale around, you know, after I'm um, struggling for a couple of years. Been around 500 for um, a little bit under then coach Steve Joich. Um, and then um, Avondale had some um, coaching issues. I mean, like in ter- before that, and then Kateri came came on. Um, took over one week before um, football tri- before um wow before um camp started. And um, which Avondale, is always difficult. Which is always difficult. Avondale had a really tough year then, and then he had a Full off season to put his offense and stuff in, and um, Avondale became a playoff team for um, his final two years there at Avondale. Um, however, yeah. both of them were first round exits. So um, the first year um, when Avondale got back in the postseason, they lost to Ordenville Brandon forty five forty four. Yeah, and I remember then that. that. And then um, last year they made the playoffs but lost to Farmington, and that one that was I believe twenty four to nine in that one. So. When I look at what Kateri's done with that program, he's done a magnificent job yes. with that with Avondale. I mean, like you got to give him credit for turning that program around. Now he's got a lot of athletes to run this um option offense, this triple option offense. But now, when you look at Avondale now, you know it's going to be really interesting to see what direction they go. Um, and some of the things I'm very curious to see with that program now is. You got a team that's going to still be pretty good next year. They're going to be pretty good. But you got North Farmington, who just rejuvenated itself. Yeah. Then you got Farmington, um, who I think is going to be pretty good. Um, And then, of course, you have Avenue. Avenue, I think right now, when I look at the athletes they got back, um, they're third, in my opinion, in the blue division right now with the way that that, um, behind the two Farmington schools. And I think when you look at, Avondale, you know, this could be a team that's going to have a ton of athletes. They're going to have, but the question's going to be, is there depth? That's going to always be the yeah. question there at Avondale. And, and not only Avondale, 
But there's a lot of other teams. We've seen the trend, right? The, mm-hmm. the numbers we've talked about in football. We, it's been a while since we talked about football. It's kind of fun. That uh, depth, I think, moving forward for a lot of schools, and it's just going to get more challenging as the years roll along, don't you think? Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, it's very interesting because Avondale, this is a team that can be maybe Division three, Division four caliber, you know what I mean, when they get to the postseason. But, yeah. but – Depth is a big concern for these smaller for these smaller schools. When you look at it, of course. Um, well, actually, I, I take that back on Avondale, and I, I forgot to mention Ferndale on there as well. Yeah. So I think Avondale right now, be honest with you, is the fourth best team mm-hmm. behind those three teams. Um, but back to Avondale, I think that yeah. when you look at the Yellow Jackets now, um, Couturier left that program in better shape than it wasn't. And I think, you know, you're right. Depth's a big concern for this program. It was a concern when Kateri was there. He got the depth back a little bit into um in the in the shape and the form there. But but you are right, Ian. That is a big concern with yeah. them going forward. Yeah. And it's it's tough to see a successful coach uh, step down and move on. Um it's difficult. It is, and then you know, but it Seeing another a person come in, who are they going to go? Which way are they going to go? That, that that to me is interesting. If Avondale goes in house, I think that could be a good move. Um, but what I read was very interesting was in the job application they sent was to qualify, you have to have a bachelor's degree or higher, demonstrate successful accomplishments in football coach in high school as a football coach, and the and of course the desirable qualifications here they said is. Of course, you have to have successful coaching in the high school level, which is varsity preferred. Um, successful experience as a player at the high school level or college level. And you got, and this is one's interesting, hold a valid Michigan teaching certificate preferred. Ah. So that one to me is. Interesting. That one is very interesting. It's that, a must or that is a preferred? That is a preferred. Okay. So when you look at and I'm I'm looking at so they're look so what did we see from some of these other other coaching moves and hires? Some are like, hey, I teach in the district. You, yep. it's an opening. You brought me in, right? right? Now I slide over and I'm doing it, right? And then you look at a guy. I think you look at a guy. You know, I'm going to use John Hursting for example. Um, of course, you know Hursting was at Harrison, worked in the district. And boom, he's head coach at North Farmington because yep. he has because he's, he's in the district. He's in the district. Yeah. So you know, here, here's what I see with that is that would generate Roach. that would generate stability. That would right. Look at Lake Orion, perfect example. Right. Yeah. You had Bell's been here forever. Who's the new guy? John Blackstock. Right. He's a teacher here he's in the district. Here. Right. Been here a long time. Right. So, um, and even Bell, he's an administrator. He's been here a long time. So you have stability. Yep. So I see that. I see that as uh, it's a good thing to have there. It's going to be tough to find sometimes. But well, if they find the right guy or girl or whoever applicant that has that certificate and they'll bring him in as a I teacher think, and know, instructor. I, there's, some, there's some coaches there at they'll Avondale. They'll hang around. There's some coaches there at Avondale that I know personally that I think could be really, really good. Um, name doesn't ring a bell in my head right now. But okay. but I know there's one guy I know that they could fit the bill. Um. But if Avondale were to look outside the box, you know, yeah, if it was me looking at outside the box coaches, you know, and 
I I would look at, immediately look at Bob Chiesa. Okay. Because because um here's a guy, yeah, he doesn't have he doesn't work in your district. He doesn't work in the um but he's a great football coach. He is a good football coach. He turned he turned that North Farmington team from yeah. winless and made him into something. So that to me would be a perfect fit would be if he were to get the gig. The but only you, downside of it is he doesn't have a teaching teaching certificate. Does he or doesn't he? You never know. know. He may. You never know. May. But um you can see why they have that on there. Yeah. Because if you have somebody in district working at your district it means you're there. Mm-hmm. You're in the district, you're and a I teacher. Think Abinell, and I think Abinell you have more had of this, a vested interest. And I think Avenel had this happen, you know. I remember a couple of years ago they out they hired a coach from in the Detroit area. Mm. And then he was there maybe two weeks. And then he ended up getting a new job in Grand Blank. Two weeks. Yeah, I'm getting a job in Grand. <laughs> yeah, you know, getting a job in Grand Blank and Avenue Sports to find a. Yeah. And that's how Kateria got the gig. You know, that's how he got the head coaching job at Avenue. Was, you know, that um, and I don't think Avenue wants to go through that again. No, no. They don't want to go through that again. Yeah. And the, the, I can the, understand why the teams that have, uh, I. I Stability doesn't necessarily breed success, but you have, I think, a better chance at it you if have you have a, a stable have... coaching staff, right. something that's year on, year out. You know, they're going to be there. They're going to be there for you, you know, if yeah. if if you have stability. Yeah. And I can understand why Avenue wants to go this way. Yeah. I can understand. And I think it's a – um, but – Well, it's, it, you know, I'm looking at the calendar going – it's about that time of year where we're starting to have these things happen on the football right? Scope, right, but you still got track and field going. You still got other. We still got spring sports still. Well, that's true, but I'm saying that the coaching, the coaching changes and things they start happening about this. They time They start of happening year. at this time of year. Yes, um, when you look at, of course, the um, two jobs in the OA that are available besides this one. Now you got Pontiac as well. Um, when you look at Avondale, you know what I mean. You got, I mean, like you got kids. You know, you can. Compete, work hard, you know. And then Avondale's bringing in the academies too, right? I mean, they're doing, they did at least for track. We I saw, know they did for track, but I don't know if they do it for football. You don't think so? I don't know if they do it for football. I would say if uh, they have a partnership for one, they're doing it for all. Maybe, I don't know. But that, it, that was surprising. And, you know, this kind of a, a bridge over into track because we saw that at the regionals and uh, Avondale was there with some runners and we're like, who are, who are these guys? You know, and, you could tell they were up and comers. They weren't ready for prime time, as they say, but uh, they were there, and we were chatting them up, going, "Hey, you know what's going on?" I said, "Well, I go to the academy. Or the, mm-hmm. she's not an Avondale proper student." I said, "But we we do have an agreement to do athletics through the That's high school." That's a co-op program. That's yes. what it is. It's a very similar Ferndale Ferndale University goes. Yep. I said, "I think it's a good idea. I mean, it gives the kids a chance to participate in sports, it and does. if your numbers are down, you can you can team up like the United teams you see in mm-hmm. hockey because." Maybe you don't have the resources in one, and you can come. Well, know, it's the same thing. Them Rod- up. You got Rochester United, you have Troy United, yes. uh, Bloopy Hills United. Um, very interesting. Yeah, very it, interesting it, concept. The, it's the, the crazy. The wild thing is, is that at least there's some creativity going on to get kids involved in the athletics, right? To, yeah. To say, you know, there's a way to compete if you'd like to compete. There is a way to compete, yes. Yeah, and but, I think that's good. And then, like, for football, I'm, I'm interested to see if there's any football teams that are doing that concept, Well, besides too. Ferndale with the co-op program, yeah. you know what I mean? So I'm assuming Avondale's in the same boat. Maybe 
It'll be very interesting, especially when yeah. you look at these blue these teams in the blue division. Yeah. I mean, like you know, Ferndale with what they do. Um, curious to see what um other schools do, like yeah. Pontiac or Pontiac. You know what I mean? That's another one I'm curious to see. I mean, yep. I mean, like, cause I know Royal Oak does not. Um, I know um, a lot of the teams up here in the north side don't. No, a lot of teams in the north side don't. A lot of teams in middle 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 part of the county do not. Um, but it'd be very interesting yeah. to see. I mean, but we'll, we'll keep an eye on to see if they uh, they find somebody, we'll, and you'll know within what I'll know within two months. At least two we'll, months, you know, we'll find out. Because spring uh, ball starts picking right, up, right? Because spring ball picks up. You know what I mean? I'm very curious to see where what direction Avondale goes mm-hmm. with the um with their head coach. I mean, like um, we'll see what happens going forward. Absolutely. Um, we'll see what happens there. Um, keep an eye on the Avondale football coach situation. Um. Let's take a break. Um, let's take a break here, and we're gonna preview the um, basketball matchups. Big oh, one, yeah, exciting. big one, big one over at on Pontiac mm-hmm. between Oxford Pontiac here on OA now. This is Lake Orion's own, the local voice. Call ON TV and get on air 248 393 1060. Let your voice be heard. Internet radio for all. Call ON TV and get on air. This is the local voice where you can listen to your favorite classic rock songs as well as podcasts created by ON TV and its volunteers. If you're looking for a high school sports update show, we have OAA Now. If you want to hear about some great movies, we have Movies for Dumb Guys. You can also create your own podcast by taking a course with us. For more information, call 248-393-1060. Welcome back to OA Now here on Sammy Termina here with Ian here. Hey. hey. Um, we got a lot to talk about. Big of. games. We got big games coming up here, <laughs> especially in the um blue division where um in the blue division where there's a there's two teams that are seventeen and one, and they play each other tonight and at with friendliness on Tuesday, in Side Green Gym. Yep. Legendary Side Green Gym in yep. Pontiac. Have you been inside Green Gym? No, I have not. Oh, it's I've been be- by it. I've never oh, been in. Oh, it's a legendary, beautiful gym there in Pontiac. Um, you got Oxford taking on Pontiac. Um, Pontiac ten seniors on their team. Um, Coach Josh Schroeder's done a massive job with that team. Oxford. Coming in out seventeen to one, Coach Steve Blade lost in a really nice job with that yeah. team. That may be Oxford's best team in um school history. They have a Coach of the Year award. Yes, they do. It who could would, be who would get it between the two? If I had to choose, yeah. sorry, Steve Laidlaw, I got to give it to Josh Schroeder because um what he's done with that Pontiac team. Um, who saw this coming? Anybody? No one. I. It's a fantastic story. Well, when you look at it here. Tail of tape between Oxford and Pontiac. Yes. Oxford knocked off Lake Orion. Pontiac yes. knocked off Clarkson. <laughs> yes. So there's your two red opponents they knocked off. Yeah. Pontiac's knocked off Ferndale twice. Oxford's knocked off Ferndale once. Yes. So Oxford's beaten Pontiac early in the year. However, close. Oxford lost to um, Ferndale. Yes. At home. Yes. But the Clarkston-Pontiac game, that was a tight one. On the road. And, it was, and then and they, they pull it out in the fourth quarter. Yes. Clarkson fell apart in the fourth quarter in that game. Or Pontiac and Oxford. Pontiac and Oxford. Yeah, that, that was, was a tight that was game. Tight that game. was very tight. 
between those two I mean, there, teams. This is a – it was tight enough that you can say, well, it was the, it was the, the, the home court advantage. Crowd got them mm-hmm. that last and little now, bit. And now, and now you got Pontiac fans hyping this yes. game up, Oxford fans hyping this game Not up. Not only heis- Oxford, uh, Oxford fans hyping it, they got a, f- a fan bus going on. They got now. a fan bus going there. Going like, That's fantastic. What? I'm asking myself, what are you doing? <laughs> because um, That's great. I'm going like, what are you doing? Because <laughs> Oxford is not a far drive for Pontiac. You know, all I got to do is just take M24 down. I know, but, dude, this is huge. I mean, think about it. When's huge. the last time Oxford was battling? Like, I mean, this is great. These are the stories. These are the games that you hope for, you, you dream of, for the players to play in, the fans to cheer them on. I mean, this is great stuff. And it's great for both communities. And what happens? Whoever wins? Whoever wins is going to win the blue title. They take the championship. Well, here's the thing. If you're the if you're a, if you're <laughs> the is... losing team and you finish eighteen and two, you're not winning. You're I not, know. You're not winning the league title. Crazy. So that's that, insane. Yeah, that's the uh, that's sucking on a lemon there. I mean, that's insane. I mean, and my rankings this week, I got Oxford three pon. I got Oxford three Pontiac four. Ooh. You know, and um, so you picked your winner already. No, I have not picked no. a winner, <laughs> but. I do have a but winner in mind. I, th- I think I know who's going to win tonight. Okay. We'll get there. We'll get there. But, but when but you look at the But talent, you're right, dude. It's crazy to mm-hmm. think you're rolling through the season. Yeah. We're, we're having a historic season. Oh, my. You may not win. The division. Somebody's not taking home Somebody's the hardware. not taking home hardware. And there's no trophy for second place. No. There's a big pat on the back saying, nice job. No. And if you look at the and tail of the tape. And a bag tape, full of lemons. You look at the tail of the tape. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm looking at it from a different perspective here. Sure. Whoever wins the bat, I mean, like, when I look at the matchup on paper. Yes. A lot of it favors, to me, favors Pontiac. Yes. Because of their athletes. You know, you look at the Cole brothers. You look at Dominic Stovall. You know, the guard play, I would have to give an edge to Oxford there. Um, Guard play? Guard play, yeah. But if you look at that matchup, between Oxford Pontic, it was really, really tight, really, really close. Yes. I could just imagine both communities are gonna be coming out. Oh. I mean, like, this might I don't know if it will ever rival the days of Pontiac Northern Pontiac Central, but it could be close if yeah. Pontiac can go in there and at home and beat Oxford. That's gonna be That would be insane. That is gonna be a sweat box waiting to go crazy. Don't can't you see it? Every pos- I can just see it in my head. Every possession is going to be huge. The mm-hmm. crowd's going to be nuts. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be sides. standing room only. Can you just imagine? Can you imagine? Pontiac's got a side green gym. It's small gym. Yeah. How many Oscar fans? Better get there early. I know how, how many yeah. Oscar fans will be there. How, can, how many can you get in? I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's going to be. And, and I know it's they not got, being televised, so this is it. You want to see this classic you matchup? See, you better go. Yeah, you better go. You know what I mean? Oh, unless OCTV can somehow find a way and make a deal with somebody, they, but I they, doubt that'll happen. Yeah, OCTV doesn't usually roll, uh, do road games. They have done one. I know that. They went to Troy once. Did they really? They okay. They did go to Troy once. Um, but, but, oh, um, boy. Yeah, this is the, the, this is the game. This is the game. This is the game. And when I look at the matchup here, when I look at when we're looking at the future of both teams, you know, Oxford's got a very tough district coming up. Yes. Pontiac on the other, they got a tough district as well. But Pontiac got has, in my opinion, got a really good draw. Yeah, they got to go through the Pontiac Northern Preparatory in the first round. They have to go through them. But 
you know, no one, yeah, Birdman Detroit Country Day and Boombios Cranberry Kingswood on the other side of the bracket, you know, you're only going to face one of them, yeah. you know, that, that could be a pretty, hint, that could be a good experience for them. Mm-hmm. You know, I think Pontiac's got a shot to win their district. And they're loaded with seniors. They're loaded with seniors. And they got something to play for. At, even though that's at Detroit Country Day, but I don't think Country Day's been that good this year. And Cranberry Kingwood's not a bad team, but I don't think they played the competition like maybe it's like Pontiac has. Okay. Oxford, on the other hand, you know, yeah, they got the nice part of the draw in their district at Lake Orion, but they got to go through Romeo. Romeo's a team that, Romeo's tricky. They're tricky. You're in and you're out. I don't care what their personnel is. Romeo comes to play. Yeah. They always be tricky. do. Um, so Oxford better be careful there. And then you got Waterford Kettering, a team Oxford just Oxford beat and dominated back in December. I mean, but then of course you're gonna have to go through that gauntlet possibly yeah, yeah. on the other side. You have Adams, Clarks, and Lake Orion all on that other side. That's brutal. That's a bruiser. That's brutal. I mean but when you look at the matchups here, the advantages here, I think Pontiac's got an advantage inside because of because when you look at the matchup, I don't know how Michael Rich matches up with um with one of the Cole brothers or Dominic Stowell. I don't know. Okay. But Trey Townsend could be an X factor here in this matchup. He could be for them, for Oxford. He could be. But if but if Cole goes off for Pontiac, and he gets help, Oxford could be in some trouble. Did you get a chance to see OCTV's coverage of the previous game? I did see a little bit of it, and okay. it was raucous. <laughs> yeah, it, it was. was a good game. It was a really now, good game. It wasn't a high scoring affair, was no, it? No, forty nine, forty six. Yeah, so very close. Mm-hmm. And you said it was a fourth quarter pull away just slightly, obviously, uh, to take well, the Well, it was nip and tuck. It was nip and tuck all the way. Pontiac did have a chance to win, but um, missed a three-point shot to tie it up, and Oxford ended up winning the game. Yeah. So that's how close. So it, that's it, how even these two teams That's are. why I'm so excited about this game, because um, it was that close on the road. Pontiac was right there. Mm-hmm. Um, and Oxford uh, showed some metal. Showed some uh, intestinal fortitude, as they say. And both those teams were undefeated coming into that coming game. Coming in, yeah. And now, one, and now, um, and now, um, both teams have one loss. Of course, yeah. Pontiac was to Oxford, but Oxford's was to Ferndale. Yeah. And Ferndale, we know where they're going. Yep. Um, but when you look at the matchup, what they have done in the blue, I mean, like. People say, well, the Blues the weak league. You know, they're not a great league. Yeah, yeah but you still got teams it's in there that are Exciting legit. teams, yeah. You look at Ferndale, I think it's legit. A team I never thought would be legit this year is Berkeley. They're legit now. Yeah. Um, Official? No. <laughs> <laughs> he but, says one thing. That but they did knock around. off. But they, did, <laughs> they did look good against Rochester, you know what I mean? But um, but Berkeley, they do have some good wins, though. Yeah. They do have some good wins. I, I think Joe Thurmond done a really nice job of that team there. Um, I would say this though, if uh, if you guys can't make it out to uh, Side Green Gym, go to Oxford Community Television, I believe dot org. Uh, look up that website and pull up the last game. It should yeah, be posted funny, up there yeah. and watch that game. That was a um, classic. It, OCTV was there; they covered it. Um, I asked them if they could send me a copy of it or just a link so I could. I thought about airing it on here on ON TV. Um, and I just wanted to see. I never got the link because um, there were a lot of games that week, right. Lake Orion and Oxford. I mean, right. that was crazy week. So we did get the Lake Orion game. Uh, we know the results of that. 
But uh, for a teaser, dude, please go to Oxford Community Television and hit that link and just take a peek of what for your store here at Cy Green Gym coming up. Oh, that's going to be a crazy game down there. That'll be a crazy game in the act, in the um, in the um, in the act. Yeah, you know, other games that have me interested tonight. You know, other games. Around the dock in the boys' ranks is you got Berkeley taking on Royal Oak. Now that's an interesting matchup because um Berkeley beat Royal Oak early in the year at Berkeley. Berkeley fans stormed the court. Now the game's at Royal Oak. So and they also play the girls' game the following night on that Wednesday night. So basically you have the boys game on Tuesday night and you have the girls game Wednesday night. So I know where I'm going on the girls' side of things. <laughs> But, boys, this could be a classic barn burner between the Bears and the Ravens. Yeah. And the reason why I say this is Royal Oaks had a disappointing year. Berkeley, on the other hand, is where I thought they would be. Near 500. Um, actually getting better each day. They, they could be a dark horse team in their district. Ooh. That's how... That's how... That's how I'm saying Berkeley could be a dark horse team in my in the district because I think when you look at Berkeley, they are a dangerous team. They're a team that and these two teams play each other next week in the district round. Ooh. So little preview of little postseason. Preview of yeah. the postseason show. So when I look at it here, could you imagine Berkeley could be in the district final? Wow. I mean, cause you have Groves, you have Birmingham Brother Rice on the other side, and you have Birmingham Seal. Those are, yeah, Birmingham Brother Rice taking on Groves. That's the first game. And that winner's taking on Seal. Then you have Berkeley Royal Oak. Where will they be playing at? Groves. Okay. They'll be playing at Groves. And we know Groves' gym is, I mean, Groves' gym pretty much, if you ever go into Groves' gym, the basketball court's like in the middle, the main court's in the middle court. Okay. And the bleachers are usually like pulled. You know, they have, like, one set of bleachers here, the other set of bleachers here. It's, it's an odd setup? It's an odd setup. I mean, it's a really odd setup. But Berkeley Royal Oak, that's another game that has me interested. That's another one. Another one that has me interested is West Bloomfield North Farmington. That's going to be a game where I think that could be a really tight, tight game. I think that's going to be because West Bloomfield – Donovan Moore's back. He's healthy. West Bloomfield's 0-8 without him. Ooh. Um, now he's back. They're 2-0 with him in the lineup. Taking on a North Farmington team that's really been at um pl- just played three games of three games in five days. Now they got they got another stretcher playing three games in four days. Um, so when I look at North Farmington, now West that game's at West Bloomfield, so not necessarily a big court. But North Farmington, I think, has got a big problem on big courts. I mean, they played at Clarkson early in the year. Yeah. Lost 49-31. And then they just played Lake Orion recently, lost 52-37. So, and their district, they got to go to Novi. Novi's a big, big court. Gym, yeah. Big gym, Huge. too. So, so I don't know if it's North Farmington's defense has been a, been a problem playing in big gyms, or I don't know what it is with North Farmington in big gyms. Well, big gyms give you different sight lines, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, some of these gyms, uh, I was watching some highlights over the weekend, and you see some of the gyms where the 
the back wall behind the backboards are just what six mm-hmm. feet off the right. the line, right? I mean, they're right, right there. So you have these backdrops for uh, you know sight lines and judging distance and that sort of thing. We've seen we were talking uh, uh, before the, the pre-show that uh, you know you see stuff like when basketball teams start playing in domes. How got, hard and how, over here on plays in a how dome. How hard it was for teams Pitch. to adjust to the dome situation because there's no back background, right? right? It's just void, and that you saw those teams adjust by playing special events in domes and that sort of thing because that's what was coming. And you know, eventually you adjust, but it takes a little while. And if, right. if you're not used to not ha- used to having that wall right there behind right. your backboard. But you have a- yeah, but you it can throw you off. Yeah, even even when you have to go like to places in Detroit, like Detroit yes. Renaissance, Troy Cass Tech, they don't have the um. They basically have the basket, basically sort of like like like, a, like the pissing games. Yes, yeah. There's nothing behind. Nothing them. behind them. Yeah. So that's to me that's very intriguing, and I think this is a problem that some of these teams face. You know, including yeah. a team like North Farmington, you know, who's accustomed to playing on a small gym. Yeah, especially using their trap to their advantage. You know what I mean? The full court, their full court two to one trap to their advantage, and you know because of the lack of because of the um lack of space. And I think when you're on a big gym, it kind of neutralizes that effect. You think so? You know the courts are all the same size. Remember the movie Hoosiers? Yeah, measuring the rim. Of course. Up on his shoulders, there, Bobby. What's the what's the height of the gym rim to the floor? Ten feet. Right, but still, I mean, everything's like, the same. But I, I, can, I see what you're going. I mean, I can see what you're saying. I mean, it could be a, it's it it's between the ears. Uh, some teams just play better at home. I mean, they're used they're, to that small box. They're used to it, you know. And you know, if you go to Bloomby Hills' gym, you know they have the glass ceilings. They have the glass. They have the glass windows. On I the, have um, not been there. They have the glass windows on the um glass windows on the um I believe in the north north side of their gym, and then really? the um oh it's. Interesting. It, it's in, that's an interesting setup over there at Bluebell Hills. But um, so on nice days, do they roll back the roof? <laughs> no, but it's very Get some inter- sunlight it's a in very there. interesting scenery there. Yeah, very interesting. Scenery. But yeah, but that's but that's the nature of the game, right? You have to be able to win in different environments, right? Different to. different situations. Right. But so hey, if you the, want to get to the Breslin Center, what are you going to get up there? I know big big gym, big gym, yeah. But um, but still, that's a that's yeah, yeah. a little. Very odd sidebar heading into the districts. You yep. know what I mean? Is so when you look at the games, when you look at the games, let's go Berkeley Royal Oak. Who do you got winning that one? Oh gosh, I don't know. Berkeley. You got Berkeley? Sure. Yeah, I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna take Berkeley in this one. I think Berkeley too much. Um, too much experience. Um, the win against Royal Oak is huge for them. Um, early in the year when they stormed the court. I know Royal Oak's going to have a lot of motivation, particularly because I know they want to storm the court against Berkeley. <laughs> um, Storming the court's fun. Um, to return the favor for what happened. Yes. Um, <laughs> but I just think, I, I don't know where the Bears' mindset, the Ravens' mindset are at after what happened. Um, I'm not sure what Aaron Smith's been doing with that team, but I just think that I've been really disappointed in Royal Oak this year. I thought they would do better, but. They have not performed the expectation that I um I thought they would be this year. Um, now they have a chance to make amends of it in districts, but I don't think they're going to knock off Berkeley here. Um, I'd be surprised if they do knock off Berkeley, but you never know. Yeah. Um, 
Let's go North Farrington, West Bloomfield. Who do you got in that Ooh. one? Where's that one? At that West Bloomfield. Yeah, I'll go with the home team. You're going to go West Bloomfield? Yeah. I'm going to go with the Lakers as well. I think Donovan Moore makes a huge difference in that game. Um, be very interesting to see what happens there. Um, but I got the Lakers winning that one. It It's going to be closer than the experts think, but I think it's going to be West Bluefield because I think Donovan Moore makes a huge difference there. Okay. Um, and then, of course, the big one tonight, Oxford Pontiac. Who do you got? Jeez. Who do you got and why? Um... I'm going to call Revenge Tour Pontiac. You got Pontiac. I got Pontiac. They're at home. The seniors are playing for a championship. I believe it's – I think it's seniors now where Pontiac too. It'd have to be, right? Yep. I, I, it's, I, seniors are going for a championship. I'm going to go with the Phoenix. I'm going to go Pontiac in this one as well because here's why. I think that, you know, if it – and I talked to my co-host between Termin and Anthony Termin about this one. Anthony's going with Oxford tonight. Oh. He's going with Oxford. Okay. Um, but I got Pontiac because, and the reason why I think being at home is very important for them. Being at home helped here. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I think at the end of the day, it's going to come down to can Pontiac make the, can Pontiac's guards shoot the ball? And I think they can. And I think it's going to be, it could be version Pontiac Northern 2.0, Pontiac <laughs> Northern Pontiac Central 2.0. Wow. That's how, um. I think it wouldn't surprise me if it if it is like a five point game or a ten point game. I'd be shocked if it was a fifteen or twenty point yes, game. Yes, I was going to say. I'd be really yes. shocked if it. Would I agree be. with you. It's. I think it's going to be within uh, five to ten points mm-hmm. max. Now I talked to my my um. So what did Anthony say? Anthony What's said his, Oxford uh, because of the experience factor and also the um, you know Oxford's been here before. They played in a lot of big games. Um, and. The difference in the difference could be in the difference is, you know, Oxford, same boat as Lake Orion last year. You know what I mean? That's a team they feel they don't belong in the um blue division. And uh-huh. um and um he th- and of course Plus, that's what it is. Hey, Oxford could come in with a lot of confidence because they hey said, Hey, we beat them already. We yeah. can do it again. Oxford could yeah, they're gonna say that. You know, but Oxford I think's really been struggling lately ever since their loss to Ferndale. They really mm. have not been the same team since I mean, they only beat Seahome by four the other night. I mean, and Pontiac's still been blowing people out. I mean, so I've yeah. got Pontiac in this one. I know Oxford's going to bring a lot of people there to that game. I know we talked about the fan bus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we talked about the um, – and I think this is going to be if, – um, if, if Oxford can get that side green gem and the blue and yellow to neutralize the purple – the purple and the silver. Yeah. Who knows where that's going to go? And is does Pontiac fill their gym on a, a nightly basis? I, I have to think if no. they if they don't, this one they will. Yes, because this one they will it's because it's too a, big of a game. It's too big of a game. It's too big of a game, yeah. and I think it's going to be. And imagine this: your bookkeepers are sitting in the stands as well. You know what I mean. <laughs> Which you know, it, your bookkeepers? Yeah, your book. Yeah, because like you know, where they put the scores table at. Oh, okay. Know? I thought it's like you're like bookies. Where they where they, where they put the scores table at? There's no gambling. <laughs> I think at the end of they're the day, they're in the stands because it's that tight. Yeah, it's that small. Wow. But I think at the end of the day here, I, I I've got to go with Pontiac because of the um because being at home, it's an important thing. Yeah, and we've seen them. Um, you know, home teams. 
you know, like football. It's like you at least get three points at football at home, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, basketball can go. Is it, that's what I like about basketball because you never know. It, it, you could have a hot shooting team, and then all of a sudden they could go cold. It, it could just right. you never know the variables in the basketball game, right? But I think but whoever I think, has a strong start is that strong, game. It's going to correct, win the game. Correct. Because uh, you know once you get settled in, they're going to clamp down. Right. I mean, it's going to be – they're so close unless something crazy happens. You know, some It's who adjusts to the atmosphere. And, and that's going to be a tough atmosphere. And I hope uh, – we talked about refereeing and all that kind of stuff. I just hope it's neutral. You know, we don't even know that the referees were there. You know, that, that makes for a, a great basketball environment. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. And we'll see what happens. Yeah, man. We'll see what happens. All right, let's take a break here. Um, we got to address some controversial issues here in the girls' basketball Ooh. segment here on OA Now. Music. Weather. Sports. And you. Me? Yes, you. You're listening to The Local Voice. Welcome back to OA Now here. I'm Sammy Termina here with the in Locker. Hey, hey, hey. Um, let's go from boys basketball to girls basketball. Yeah. Of course, um, a lot of it, we're getting really close to the end of the year as well for the girls side of things. Um, but some controversy, of course, we need to address. Um, League games, of course, not being made up, particularly in the blue division. Um, yeah, weather, everybody knows what the weather did to some of these uh, game schedules. Mm-hmm. Blew Postpone them, them out. Postponed them, you know some what I mean? Some teams playing three games in four days yep. last others week. Are not, others are not, other side not to make it up. Yeah. Um, so when you look at, of course, the... That's uh, across the board, right, Sam? I mean, it's... It's, it's been across the board, like, but especially in the blue division, yeah. you know what I mean? Where it, it um, piled up for some reason in the blue. Yeah, I mean, like, but here's the thing, though. But some of these games are not being made up, which is a issue that has bothered me. I think if you are in league, you have to make these games up. Yeah. You got to make them up because it, it matters so much in the league standings. And in the you blue, know, where are we looking at? It's not, it's, it's it's not like a runaway. In or... the blue, you got it's Rochester, Berkeley. Um, Berkeley right now sits in second place. Um, Seahome right now, I would say, is out of it right now. Um, but then you have um, Ferndale, Oak Park, Hazel Park. Um, Hazel Park, we know where they've been. Yeah. And um, not good. Um, Oak Park, Oak Park only had only's played. To my knowledge, only 13 games this year. What? Yeah, only 13 games. Because of the cancellation. Because of the cancellation. Wow. And wow, it comes down to scheduling for them. But That's like a week and a half's worth of games missed. I know. But, but also it comes down to scheduling when it comes on their part. Yeah. But um, Ferndale, of course, they've... Um, they, um, I mean, everybody's around, missed games. Yeah, everybody's missed games around the league, you know. I mean, but, heck, it was, what's the tell? Uh, snow days over the last two months. We uh, made Miami about seven, eight it's days. It's been 10 days. It's been nearly 10 days. It's it's 10 or more. Yeah. So they're making them up now, you know what I mean? And I know um several of these teams are playing three games in five days. Yeah. Um. When you look at, um, when you look at, I'm not going to name certain teams, but I know who they are. <laughs> but, um. 
I think when you look at it here from playing playing these type of games late in the year, there's some questions here you got to answer. Yeah. Do you play them? Do, do you play them? And do you play them? Do you sometimes play league games early in the year? Well, who? That's even a better question. The, uh, the, the question I have is, who is going to make this decision? Is it the individual schools say, no, I'm not doing it? And can they even do that? I mean, if you're, if you, let's say you're in uh, second or third place and you're making a run, you want to get these games in, especially if you're going to go play against a couple teams that may be ahead of you in the standing. And especially when you get ready to district time. You know what I mean? And you're winning a very brutal district. Well, districts, that was the other thing we were chatting about yeah. is, let's say you cram all these games that need to be made up. Now, this is the other side of the coin of not right. playing them, is that districts are just around the corner. Right. And let's say... You said there's one team that potentially could do four games in five days? Yeah, there's one. I mean, that's nuts. That That is crazy. And then you have to recover and let's say, oh, in three days, oh, you're in districts now. Yeah. So there's no recovery. There's no prep time. There's, and that could be really hectic. Oh, hectic. But it's also, um, I mean, just draining on a team. That's a lot of games. So I see the one side, but well, here's the where thing. do you go? Here's the thing. And I think they have to address this at the um, alignment meeting, you know, coming up. Later, later next month. Okay. But you have to address playing your league games in. You got to address playing your league games. You know what I mean? At least get one or two in earlier. Yeah. Maybe play at least one or two, maybe three games earlier. You know what I mean? And then, and then worry about your non-league, possibly just balancing it out. Yeah. And I think that would be a good idea. Um, when because I, who do we see? There's some teams that, like uh, you said, it was Clarkston, Flint, Carmen, Ainsworth, Clark, or whatever. Clark, Carmen, that's boys. Yeah, but that, but it's a similar situation. Similar they did play, but they said, "Hey, it's not. It doesn't mean anything. It's yeah. a throwaway it's game. A, We're not doing game. it. We're not going to do it." That makes sense, right? So, it's, and they have it at the back end of the right. season. And they I, have it back end of the season. I, I see that is a is a way to um, bolster your argument because right. it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't it's mean just, anything. Yeah, but it, the thing that bothers me is the league games. You yes, know what I mean? Yeah, the league games. You have to make your league games up. If you're going to, um, and I think that's been a huge problem, particularly in the blue division. When you look at, of course, several of these teams are out of it, out of the mix, and they decide, you know what, let's don't play this game. Let's don't play it, you know what I mean? Let's don't play it. There has to be some repercussions because of this. There has to be. Well, if it's close between someone taking the uh, title or not, you should play. I think you should play. Because if, unless would you say like the coaches would have to get together with uh, the league chairman think, or whatever and think, sit there and go, um, I would think, okay, I would think we're not doing this, this. I would think this. I would get both ads, make sure you agree to a date, and make sure you agree to the date that you play and play. You know, now there's been some ads that some ads and some schools that say, you know, we don't know when we're gonna make. We don't know when we can make this up, yeah. you know? We don't know. I mean, like, you have a certain amount of days, you know. And it, gym time and is. gym time is hard to get. Yeah, because there's other things going on. Right, there's other <laughs> things going on. So, you know, so. Yeah. And I can understand why some of these teams don't want to play. So is that the process? You get the ADs together, all of them in the, whoever's in that division, and say, hey, let's make a decision on this? Yeah, I think that's the process, you know. Okay. But also, um, but you got to also make sure that I everybody's in the same page here, you know, when you make up yeah. these games, you know, you have to make these games up, yeah. especially if you're in the league, if you're in a league, you know, you know, I'm going to use, um, 
you know, and I think, and I think the weather has been a huge problem for all these teams. And if you play your league games early, you know what I mean? Play like one set of your league games early on. And then when did the season really kick off? I mean, early December or mid, mid December or, Mm -hmm. you know, you put, I'm just going by, based on our coverage here to win TV. Yeah, basically, we usually get, early we want do one or two games before the Christmas break, right? right? And then they do the tournaments and they do all these other things, right? So if you throw a league game in during winter break, mm-hmm. I could see some complaints. I could because the fans aren't around. They're big, you know. League games are important, right? Right. Uh, tournaments are okay. Right. They're, they're seasonings so you can get into your league and right. go for a title. Yeah. For And then, of course, there's another debate topic here. Uh-oh. And I think this will be really interesting. Um, Boys, ba- you remember other leagues, they have a conference tournament. Do they? Yeah, the Macomb Area Conference. They, they do have a, a tournament? tournament? Yep. They have the Lakes Valley Tournament. I didn't know that. Yeah, there's the Lakes Valley Tournament. I wonder if the OA would ever think about possibly doing a um, a conference tournament. I so, think it'd be really interesting. So a conf- the question is, is it the number of teams available that allow it to do a conference tournament? Because how many games does it take to get to the finals? Like who would qualify? In Top lakes, two in each in the division. Lakes Valley, there's in the Lakes Valley. There's you have eight seeds in the Lakes Valley. Okay. Um, basically, um, and then because they've been hemorrhaging teams right. for the last several years, right. so it's like who's left, right? So if you have eight seeds, you figure when I you know take the, the top KLA, two, they do their own tournament too. Do so, they? Yeah, they the KLA they do the, they have a tournament too. You know, you have you could do that way, and then you have a consolation bracket. You know what I mean, mm. and all that. So that would be really interesting. So that's at least a couple games, and you'd play them over a a two-day period or something or a, mm-hmm. a Friday-Saturday type thing. That would or, be a – do you think – do you ever see the OA doing it? I don't know. I mean, would you cut back on league games? Would you be a – you'd play everybody once? You would. I think if you would do this, and I think it would be an interesting argument, would be uh, 21 teams, you would have to divide – you would have to divide the leagues up. You know, you would have to divide them probably a 6-6, six, 5-5 six, five, five format, you know. Okay. You know, we I mean, like um, play each other once, and then you have the tournament. Then it, play each other once, and then maybe, maybe, maybe. Twice. Then everybody gets in, and then you have a conference tournament. You know what I mean? Mm. And basically, go go from there. I think I'd have to would, see how they they run it in the other leagues. I think it would be really interesting. I'd be a good idea to look at. And then you could have it like at OU. The, the you know you could have yeah. some place that you know, down at Wayne or something. That'd be kind of. I don't cool. think it'll be at Wayne. Um, I think it would. I like think OU. It, I think OU would be a perfect venue. It would be a perfect venue if you to run maybe both boys and girls basketball tournaments, conference tournaments. I think that'd be a great idea. Um, now, do I think it would happen? I don't know, but yeah. I think it'd be a great idea. Have it at the palace. Nothing else going on there. <laughs> well, unless unless um, somebody buys it. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Just sitting there. I know it's collected dust. I know it's sitting there. It's unfortunate. Mm. It's unfortunate. I don't know. That's that's intriguing, Sammy. I don't know if hey. Uh, I think you need to reach out to some coaches and or ads and see has that ever come up? Has there has there been a thought of that and why or why not? I think that would be a great follow up to close out the uh, basketball season. I think that'd be a, be a very it interesting, be an interesting question. It'd be a very interesting question because it will get the teams ready for districts. Yeah, um, it would get 
I think it would cut back on the non on non conference scheduling. Um, but also, you know, I think uh, it it would um also help out um several teams. I think that'll be a very interesting concept. Um, what's, yeah, it gives you that uh, tournament atmosphere, just mm-hmm. you know, just like uh, on the college ranks. And the OAA did have a tournament, you know, back in a couple of years ago. They start stopped doing, it, I believe, in two thousand and um, two thousand and four. I believe they stopped really? doing it, you know. And then um, oh, there's a reason why they stopped. I know there is. Did the league get too big, or? Well, I think the league did get too big, but now we're at twenty-one schools. Who knows? I mean, who knows? Yeah, we're, we're losing like... two more, right? Harrison and. Uh... Well, that, I'm I'm at. I'm counting I'm, the, the, I'm future. the future. Okay, yeah. okay. I'm looking at the future. Right. You know, I know for we're limiting two schools. You yeah. know, Hazel Park's going to the Mac, and I'm yep. Harrison's close. Harrison's done. So, wow. so that's going to be really, that'll be an idea. <laughs> it's an idea. Yeah, I um, never even thought of that. Girls' basketball side of things. Yes. Um, big injury occurred. Uh-oh. Uh, Royal Oak, um, Jessica Adams is, um, looks like she suffered an injury, according to uh, my sources. Um, injured against That's Stony no Creek. Um, I wonder how that would impact Royal Oak, particularly in their um quest that they want to get to the, if they want to go have a deep playoff run. And I think that's a huge loss for Royal Oak if um if Jessica Adams is out for a long extended period of time. Um, and I think you know um, and of course the injury, pretty gruesome. Uh-oh. What I heard. Oh um, no. It was a non-contact injury. Um, okay, so those are those are the worst. Those are the worst because uh, it could be, you know, you got your Achilles, your knee, you got all these yep. different things, and wow, that's too bad. But now you have Royal Oak. You know what I mean? Like they're gonna have to step their game up. You know, particularly against a team like Birmingham Marion. You know, when they're gonna have to deal with in their district. Um, they got an experienced team. You know, anytime you have an experienced team, you got some at the Potter there. Nia Conley there. Um yeah. emergence of a um, star player in the making over there and I believe it's Sarah Strongholman, I believe. Um the name is, but I know I have it up there on my blog. Um but Royal Oak, they got they're gonna have to overcome some things, you know what I mean, if they want to um if they're gonna do some damage. Yeah. And what what are, I, what are we looking at? Uh any big games last week? I know we previewed a couple. And the girls? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a couple of them. I what, mean, were, what were the uh, results? Uh, I'm, I'm curious. Um, how, how are the standings? Anything shift? Anything uh, earth? Well, Southfield right now still sits at top of the red right still now. Rolling. Um, Royal Oak game back. Um, now, um, Bloomfield Hills they're starting to roll a little make bit. Make some noise. But, um, yeah. They're starting to make some noise a little bit. Um, Clarkson's been playing better. Yeah. Um, Stony Creek's been up and down. Um. Kind of got an interesting song to describe their season. <laughs> um, you want to take a look at that. The white West Bloomfield looks shaky a little bit. I mean, he did blow out Farmington the other night, but did not look good against Lake Orion. Lake Orion's played West Bloomfield. I think the tough, toughest out of the eight teams in the league right now. Okay. And that says a lot, even over Avondale. Yeah. Um, Avondale right now sits second place. They did knock off Troy. I was really disappointed in Troy. Against Avondale, um, you know, Troy took out their anger and beat Adams. Um, <laughs> Adams has, for some reason, has really been struggling. I mean, really? they gave up they gave up 60 to Oxford, Whoa. 50 to Troy. Um, but, and they gave up, I believe, 50, I believe in the mid-60s to West Bloomfield. Wow. 
But they've been struggling defensively. They've given up a ton of points. That's a lot of points, yeah. Um, Oxford's been going along with their business. Um, they play Kingston tonight. Kingston. Kingston. They'll be very interesting there. Um, Lake Orion's an interesting one. You know, when you look at the Dragons, they really don't have a go-to score. Still looking um, for offense. Still looking for offense. Their defense has been really good. Um, but their defense has been really good. Got to credit Bob Bridges there um, with that and the players. Well, they say um, defense travels. Yeah, defense. Yeah, defense wins championships, man. Farmington's really been struggling. Um, and um, Troy Athens, you know, they're starting to get their act together a little bit. Troy Athens has won two straight. Okay. Be very interesting when they play like Orion um, Tuesday night. Be very interesting to see how they do in that matchup. It's a home game for them, so we'll see what happens there. Um, Blue, it's still Rochester and Berkeley. Um, Seaholm, right now, middle of the pack there. Pontiac, right there. Um, but it's going to come down that game between Rochester and Berkeley that's going to decide the Blue. Berkeley's got some tough games coming up. They got to play Royal Oak on the road. That's going to be. That could be really interesting. That could be an upset trap waiting in the wait, wings. Wait Berk- happen, Royal yeah. Oak better be careful. Royal Oak better be careful. I know I've been bashing Berkeley all year long. Yes. But I'm if I'm Royal Oak, I'm be careful of Berkeley. Because Berkeley's got a ton of experience. They got a ton of talent. Um but if I'm Royal Oak, be very careful of Berkeley, because Berkeley can come in there and upset Royal Oak if not careful. Um it don't matter if don't matter if Groves Berkeley's already beaten a red opponent this year. They beat Groves. I mean, like, so if I'm Royal Oak, be very careful. Um, and then the rest of the league not doing great. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But right now, when I look at the um the league right now in the girls' ranks, I don't think anybody's beaten Southfield, to be honest with you, the way that they've been playing. They're now just- Southfield's got a really tough district coming up. I mean, when you look at of course the um Newly crowned Detroit Public School League champion, yeah. Detroit Mumford in there. And then you have Detroit Renaissance in there. So that's going to be a tough district for Southfield if they want to get out of that district. They, they got to get by either Detroit Mumford, and both Detroit Mumford and Detroit Renaissance. And that district's at Detroit Mumford. So that's going to oh, be boy. a really, really interesting matchup. Really tough chore for Southfield if they can get out of that district. But they've been showing some metal, man. They have they're, they're a tough team. <laughs> they are a very tough team. When you look at players like um Shine McEvans, Alexis Johnson, um Soto Barnes, um Kiana Willis, I mean like um they're 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 legit. I mean they and then of course you have that and then you have Jasmine Worthy in the interior. I mean they're legit, but the bench really is a question mark yeah. for Southfield. The bench is gonna be a really much a question mark for them as we head into the postseason. Yeah. Um and that's where the bench play really <laughs> Can flip and the that game. could be a big problem for Southfield. If if their bench doesn't show up, they got some problems. That's not even a question. You know, I mean, you can't rely on McEvans and Johnson to save you. You're going to have to have some bench play. It kind of yeah. hurt them last year against Detroit Martin Luther King where um, they just did not have an answer for King's bench, and and that's what happened. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but – um. When I look at the other districts, you know, of course, um, when I look at the other districts, um, West Bloomby, Bloomby Hills, that'll be very interesting once those two teams play. Um, West Bloomby, as mentioned, you know, they look good. They look good at one point, and then the next moment they look really, really bad. I yeah. thought I thought personally Lake Orion played West Bloomfield tough 
tough in their two games. I mean, even on West Bloomfield won, I think Lake Orion really, really played them really tough. They yeah. know how to play that, yeah, th- yeah. that style of defense, you know. And um, you look at West Bloomfield and Avondale, you know what I mean? Avondale's another one. You know, Avondale, they got a lot of lengths, but I'm curious how they do on big courts. I mean, like, yeah. especially with that link on big courts, that's that's going to be something that can be worth watching come in the postseason time and how that link could be used against a team that shoots a ton of threes like Bloomfield Hills does. Mm-hmm. You know, so it'll be very interesting to see what happens there. Yeah, and the postseason's right around the corner. And the girls' ranks, yes. And then the um, other, and then you look at that district over at um, Utica. You got Stony Creek there. You got, um, you got. Um, I think Stony Creek has a good shot to win that district, even though you got Utica, Eisenhower, and Troy in there. Um, I, and Stony Creek's beat Troy earlier in the year. Um, Utica, Eisenhower, of course, with Lauren DeBow. I mean, Eisenhower's not had a strong season. But under Mike Swatka, I mean, like, um, I think that um, he can, um, I think he's got that um, team rolling, starting to um, roll, starting to gel, and that that's a well coached team that they have there. Yeah. Um, over there, and um, we'll see what happens. We shall see what happens. Absolutely, and it's all coming to a head, right? I mean, what they got one one week left. Girls got one week left. Left. Let's not forget that the um. The um, boys this year are playing first this year okay. because the Breslin Center has a conflict. Could be involving Michigan State's women's basketball team. They host the uh, um, yeah, NCAA right. tournament bracket round. That's right. Which is possible because um, I know Michigan State women's basketball has been on and off lately. Oh, boy. Especially on the road. I know. They've been on and off lately, which has not been good. You know what I mean? It's, I mean, you see why Michigan State's been ranked in the top 25 a lot. I mean, like, I've um, been ranked in top 25 in that middle. And I think that's a problem that I have with Michigan State has been in their women's program. Yeah, yeah. Has been the... It's... Yeah. Ranked 17, beat a uh, top five team, and then fall apart. Yeah, that's the problem I have with them. Yeah. I mean, then that says a lot. And I know um, I know the good folks over at... um, On the... um, With Chris over there, um, who does... um. Views on the sideline. I know yes. on TV. Yeah, we'll yeah. Um, talk about that a little bit more. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Yep. All right, now we're going to keep an eye on everything going around the league here. Um, keep an eye on the Avondale situation. Um, football along with Pontiac as well. I'm Sammy Turner here. I'm going to sign off. Take care, everybody. See you all next week. See you, Sam. Oh, right, now is produced by Sammy Turner. And the views on this show are his and his alone. Like to make your own podcast, give us a call at ONTV TV at 248-393-1060. That's it for this edition of OA Now. We'll see you next week. See ya!